Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chahan. Welcome to Courts Today by Live Law, where we bring you the latest developments from all courts across India. Let us start. Let me start by giving you an update on the issue with regard to ASI survey of the Gyan Vapi Mosque in Varanasi. You already know that on Monday, the Supreme Court stayed the survey and allowed time to the Anjuman Intizamiya Masjid Committee to approach the Allahabad High Court. The committee then filed a revision plea before the High Court and today was day three of hearing in the matter. The mosque committee once again expressed its apprehension that the structure could be damaged by the survey. They also appraised the bench of the presence of the ASI officials at the disputed site with spades. On the other hand, the Kevitas, that is the four Hindu women worshippers, argued that the ASI survey was necessary because Anjuman Masjid had said that the structure in question was based on imagination. There was no basis and therefore the survey would bring out the truth. The ASI official present before the court submitted that the ASI monitors archaeological activities within the country and that its prime objective is to protect monuments. He added that no damage would be caused to the structure and at best brushing would be needed and there would be no scratching or damage to the structure. The bench of Chief Justice Pritinkar Devakar has reserved the order and also stayed the survey till next Thursday, that is 3rd August. Stay tuned to know the verdict. The Supreme Court has today extended the term of Enforcement Directorate Chief S.K. Mishra till 15th September in larger public interest. Mishra's term was to end on 31st July as per the Supreme Court judgment of 11th July, which held the previous extensions given to him to be illegal. You already know that Centre had approached the Supreme Court for another extension on Monday. Centre cited involvement of the outgoing ED director in the review of India's anti-money laundering mechanisms by Financial Action Task Force, that is FATF, which is a global peer review body. FATF review will determine the country's credit rating and credit rating will determine whatever financial help the country can get from the World Bank. The petitioners questioned if FATF review was the reason, then why was the extension sought only till October 2023, as the process would go on till 2024. Further, the government could appoint him as a special advisor to whoever was going to be there for the review. A bench of Justices B.R. Gawai, Vikram Nath and Sanjay Karol partly allowed Centre's plea to extend Mishra's term, but the bench added that no further extensions would be allowed to him. Ahead of Muharram festival, the Calcutta High Court has issued directions to the West Bengal Police and State Pollution Control Board to regulate instances of public nuisance caused by alleged drum beating and open-air kitchens. A PIL was filed stating that there was continuous beating of drums by local goons on the pretext of Muharram festival till late at night. It was argued that when the petitioner had approached the police for assistance, she was turned away and the police had asked her to come back with a court order. A division bench of Chief Justice T.S. Sivangnanam and Justice Hiranamai Bhattacharya said that state 
has to counterbalance the right to enjoyment of religion with the right to life. Court said that drum beating could not be allowed to go on continuously and directed the police to immediately issue public notice regulating the timing for beating of drums. It suggested that permission should be given for two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening so as to prevent any disturbance to school-going children, old age and ill people, etc. Court also directed the police to look into alleged open-air kitchens being operated without authorization. The Supreme Court is considering an important question with respect to Hindu succession and rights of children born out of void or voidable marriages in their parents' ancestral property. Section 16 of the Hindu Marriage Act says that any child born out of a marriage which is null and void who would have been legitimate if the marriage had been valid shall be legitimate. However, Clause 3 of Section 16 provides that the child will not have any rights in the property of any person other than the parents. This means that children born out of void or voidable marriages can claim inheritance rights over self-acquired property of their parents and not the ancestral property. This view was upheld by Supreme Court in Bharat Matha and Another versus R. Vijay Ranganathan. But in another case in 2011, a two-judge bench opined that such children will have a right to whatever becomes the property of their parents, whether self-acquired or ancestral. Differing from the view taken by the Apex Court earlier, the matter was referred to a three-judge bench. The Supreme Court bench comprising Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachud, Justice J.B. Pardewala and Justice Manoj Mishra heard arguments on the issue and two opposing views arose from the arguments raised before the bench. First one, that Hindu Marriage Act was a beneficial legislation and that the prime objective of Section 16 was to confer special status of legitimacy on a group of innocent children who were otherwise treated as illegitimate. The opposing view that arose in the matter was that a reasonable classification existed between children born out of a void or voidable marriage and that of valid marriage and that not providing illegitimate children with rights in coparcenary property was a balancing act. The matter was to be taken up today for further hearing but was not. Stay tuned as we update you about further updates on this case. Matrimonial disputes can arise due to various issues between spouses and court proceedings can take long before a resolution is achieved. Delayed decisions in matrimonial cases can have several negative consequences and create significant problems for the parties involved such as emotional distress, impact on children, etc. Opting for alternative dispute resolution methods like mediation can sometimes help expedite the process. The Karnataka High Court has said that divorce cases should be decided by family courts within one year. Justice Krishna S. Dikshit pointed out the importance of early disposal and said that delay in disposal of such cases very badly affect the parties and so speedy redressal must be aimed so that in the event of granting such a decree, the parties may restructure their lives. 
The court made this significant observation while allowing a petition filed by N. Rajiv, who had approached the court seeking a direction to the family court to dispose of the divorce petition filed by him in 2016. The Supreme Court today refused urgent listing for a petition filed by BJP, MLA and West Bengal opposition leader Suvendu Adhikari, who has challenged an order of the Calcutta High Court, which allowed registration of FIR against him for allegedly making provocative remarks during the recently held West Bengal Panchayat elections. Let me explain to you the order of Calcutta High Court, which has been challenged. So, Adhikari was provided with a shield against FIRs by two orders of the High Court of September 2021 and December 2022. Both were passed by a single judge of the High Court in two separate writ applications. The purport of the two orders taken together was that no FIR would be registered against Adhikari and that no coercive steps should be taken against him without leave of the High Court. Recently, a PIL was filed in the High Court seeking FIR against him for making provocative speeches during the Panchayat elections. Further, last week, the Calcutta High Court allowed for the FIR to be registered and interpreted the earlier orders as not preventing registration of any criminal complaint against Adhikari for any subsequent event, act, transaction or facts which were not connected with the facts in issue in the earlier two writ applications. So now he has approached the Supreme Court against this order. The matter is listed on 4th August. Stay tuned with us. In another update, the Supreme Court has reiterated that the process of drawing of samples under NDPS Act, that is Narcotics, Drugs and Psychotropic Substances Act, has to be in the presence and under the supervision of the magistrate. The entire excise of collecting the sample must be certified by the magistrate to be correct. A division bench of Justice Abhay S. Oak and Justice Rajesh Bindal made the observation while considering an appeal by a person convicted by the special judge under the Act for possession of poppy husk. The High Court had dismissed his appeal and hence he had approached the Apex Court. Let me tell you that the NDPS Act specifies that samples cannot be taken at the time of seizure. The drawing of samples must take place before a magistrate. Since most often seizures occur in the absence of a magistrate, the question of drawing of samples at the time of seizure does not arise. Today, in an interesting case, the UP government had to accept indirectly that bulldozing of a person's house before the guilt is established is wrong. The bench comprising Justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul and Sudhanshu Dholia was hearing a petition challenging an order of the Allahabad High Court which set aside the bail granted to Fasad Ali Khan who was accused of forcefully demolishing the house of a person in Rampur using bulldozer and looting 20,000 rupees from the house in 2016. The UP Government Council Additional Advocate General R.K. Raizada argued and told the court that the bail should not be granted as the accused had bulldozed the house. 
in that context justice call was presiding over the bench and on a lighter note asked whether the additional advocate general agreed that bulldozing houses was wrongful the judge was probably alluding to reports of bulldozer action being taken by up authorities to demolish the houses of accused persons ultimately the bench set aside the high court order and restored the bail granted by the trial court a word of caution here please do not consider this as an order or statement by the court because during the course of argument of cases in the supreme court this sort of lighter exchanges between judges and lawyers are often seen thank you for joining us if you wish to know more details about the cases i mentioned here you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in stay ahead with quick legal updates only on live law do not forget to like share and subscribe and support us